Hi, and welcome back to Weekly Dev Tips. I'm your host, Steve Smith, aka Ardallis. This is episode 38, in which I'll offer some personal productivity tips. If you're enjoying these tips, please leave a comment or rating in your podcast app, tell a friend about the podcast, follow me on Twitter, and ideally, you know, retweet some of these episode announcements that I'm going to put out there. All of these things help increase the reach of this podcast so that more people can benefit from these tips. And also, if you have a question, or if you just want to send me a little bit of encouragement and say, hey, these are helping me, uh, keep doing them, that would be great too, because you know I'm currently recording this on a Sunday instead of spending time with my family, uh, and I don't really make any direct money from these podcasts, so that kind of stuff helps as well. All right, so this episode actually did come from such a question. Occasionally, I get asked questions on, on LinkedIn or Twitter or other places, and, and sometimes, especially recently, I've gotten the same question I'll read you this one exactly word for word. Someone wrote, how in the world do you accomplish so much? Would love to know the strategy. So I'm flattered, of course, uh, and it's not the first time that someone's claimed to be impressed by how much I get done. So I thought I'd share a little bit about my approach. All right, so first, a a quick word from a sponsor, which also happens to be me. Uh, If you're not advancing as quickly in your career as you'd like, you may find value in joining a semi-formal career and technical coaching program like I have started at devbetter.com. I launched it end of last year, and so far we have a small group of motivated developers, and we meet every week or two. I answer questions, we review code, we uh, talk about suggestions and areas and ways to improve, and occasionally I assign homework assignments. That really helps keep people motivated and, and you know making progress toward their goals instead of just thinking, you know, someday I'd like to be better, or someday I'd like to get that promotion. If you're interested, learn more at devbetter.com, and if you scroll down to the bottom there, you'll find some testimonials from some real people I've worked with. All right, so how do I get so much done? Let me start out by saying that I try to be pretty modest. I don't have superpowers. I'm not Bill Gates or Elon Musk either with, you know, billions of dollars. I don't even have a huge online following like Scott Hanselman or Robert Martin or, or so many others. But I do all right, and I'm willing to share a little bit of, of how I do as much as I do. So first, I made a realization years ago that every day I have 24 hours to utilize. No more, no less, except maybe twice a year because of stupid daylight savings time. But, you know, I used to say, and I think many people say, you know, I don't have time for this or that. I don't have time to do a podcast. I don't have time to to practice a kata. I don't have time to learn that new thing. I'm sure I still say this sometime. But at least in my head, I try to remember that what I actually mean is I choose not to make time for it. It may be that you're in a position where you literally do not have control over your time, such as if you're in the military or you're in prison, for example. But unless someone is directly controlling your freedom to choose how to spend your time, your use of time is a choice. So embrace that. Now, I also recognize that, you know, everybody's circumstances are different. And so, you know, you may have obligations, you may have responsibilities that are far higher and far more important than some of the things that I might choose to spend my time on. I totally get that. But again, you're, you're going to get the opportunity to make that decision if you have any sort of freedom in, in your life. All right, so that's where the next phase comes in, which is next, decide where your priorities are. What do you want out of your life? What does success look like to you? If you're a gamer, you can approach life like a strategy game. What is your strategy? Are you trying to max out income? Are you trying to optimize for the best possible family? Are you trying to slide through life with as few commitments as possible? For me, I'd say I'm following the fairly common strategy of trying to maximize my family's well-being 
while achieving success in my career. Within that strategy, I'm focusing on entrepreneurship and maximizing how many others I can help, as opposed to other tactics that one might apply within that same type of strategy, like trying to climb as high up a corporate ladder as possible. Not having a strategy just means that you're letting someone else choose your moves. Figure out what your strategy is, and then figure out if the moves you're making, i.e. the way you're spending your time, is in line with what you think your strategy is. Remember this quote, How we spend our days is how we spend our lives. It's by Annie Dillard. Be sure you're spending your time wisely. It's the most precious resource you have. Okay, so that's the high-level strategy side of the equation in a nutshell. At the tactical level, there are a few things I do that probably at least make it look like I'm being super productive. First, I minimize my commute. A lot of you already do this. It's never been a better time to be able to work remotely. So in the past, I've had commutes for as long as an hour into work in some city where I then had the privilege of paying an obscene amount of money to park my car every day. And, and yes, if you live somewhere that has great public transportation, you maybe don't have that aspect. But I live in Ohio, and we pretty much have to drive anywhere because public transportation is you know, not great unless you actually live downtown in a city. And I live out in the country. So now, today, I can work from home if I choose, or I have about a 10-minute country road drive to my office, which is in a small suburb, which is also just a few minutes from my kid's school, so it's often convenient when dropping off or picking up kids. There's no bus, so driving them is pretty much one of those things that my wife and I get to make time to do most weekdays. Not having that commute adds up. So if I'm spending 10 minutes instead of 60 minutes twice a day driving, that's 100 minutes per day of bonus productivity. Think about that for a minute. Now, if we get self-driving cars, maybe that commute time could be used productively. Or if you're lucky enough to have public transportation where you're not having to shift you know, between buses or, or you know, things multiple times in the course of that trip, if you can just focus for you know, a solid hour on, on a train or something and have Wi-Fi, then you may already get that time productively. But until we have this type of you know, ubiquitous self-driving way to get from here to there, or until we have teleportation, I'm going to optimize for minimal time wasted on my commute. Another thing I do is I choose not to spend a ton of time watching TV, right? So I watch some, but pretty much only with family members as we enjoy time together, or occasionally when I'm working out, I might catch up on a series that I don't watch with the family. So I'm not perfect on this front. Recently, I've been spending more time than I used to on video games, which can suck up at least as much time as binging Netflix shows. But the idea is to just be mindful of how much time you're spending on this and make sure you're okay with it. If you need that time to unwind... Uh, and it's just something you enjoy, then, then that's fine. Don't feel guilty about it. But realize that you get 24 hours in a day, 168 hours in a week. And if you decide that, you know, you'd rather be spending some of that time investing in yourself or investing in your career, then you can make that choice if you're aware of it, right? So if you decide it's more time than you'd like to have invested in television or consumption of entertainment, figure out some way to adjust. On a related note, if you're spending a ton of money on cable, you might consider dropping that cost in favor of nothing or a much cheaper Netflix or Amazon Prime subscription. These typically cost about the same amount per year as a cable subscription with a bunch of premium channels costs per month. So this can save you both time and money. Here's another simple, crazy idea. Typing speed. I produce a fair bit of content between blog posts, podcasts like this one, which I script out ahead of time, writing actual code, emailing customers, emailing other people, talking on social media, etc. 
I'm a pretty fast-touch typist. I doubt that I'd set any records, I'm not the best in the world, but just last week at a client, multiple students in my workshop were impressed by my typing speed, and also were asking me to slow down so they could keep up with what I was doing, which of course I did. Now, if you want to get more done, and you work at a computer keyboard all day, then for the love of sanity, learn to type faster. It's a skill that is relatively easy to learn and will pay off in no time. Is it the only thing that matters? Is writing software just monkey work where the bottleneck is typing? Of course not. I'm not saying that if you're not the fastest typist that you're a horrible programmer or anything like that. Uh, and certainly, a lot of the time that we as developers spend solving problems is spent in our head and spent understanding the problem or, or running the, the code or debugging through the code or any number of things where typing is not the bottleneck. But it definitely 100% helps. And I've never once thought to myself, boy, it sure is a useless skill to be able to type quickly. I wish I'd spent those hours 20 years ago learning to type watching TV instead. No, that'd be crazy. So if you don't feel like you type very quickly, or if you have to look at the keyboard to type, and you're physically capable of learning to touch type and to type quickly and accurately, I would 100% recommend that you go down that path. You know, go spend an hour on some free online typing tutor. Do that, you know, every Friday at lunch for a month and test where you are typing speed-wise when you start and then a month later where you end. And I'll bet you'll be impressed with how much faster you're typing. Okay, so enough on typing. Something else I do that maybe you all don't is Google stuff constantly. Yes, I'm sure you all know how to use Google, but I'm talking about I don't let myself get stuck for more than about 15 seconds before I've got Google up and I'm looking for something. I have been streaming recently, just started on uh, twitch.tv, and so last week uh, was one of my recent streams and someone hopped into the chat, and one of the first things they said was, oh, I thought this was someone who knew what they're doing, but you just keep Googling basic stuff. I was like, oh, okay, well, that was, I'm slightly offended now, um, but okay. That's part of what you get when you watch someone streaming live, as opposed to watching a pre-recorded course like I have on Pluralsight. You get to actually see how I work. So when I'm actually working, I'm looking stuff up all the time. I'm Googling stuff with my own name in the search, or actually Ardalis, because Steve Smith is horribly common, just to see the things that I've done before. I search for stuff in the ASP.NET Core docs all the time that I actually literally wrote but which I don't keep rattling around in my head forever. So I know it's there, and I can Google for it. And it looks like I don't know what I'm doing, because I'm using Google all the time, but actually I'm finding the things I need to know using Google. Remember that there are two kinds of knowledge, things you know and things you know how to find. Knowing stuff is great. Knowing how to find stuff quickly is great too. Of course, the second one is only helpful if you use that skill. So however long you currently wait, before you decide that you want to just break down and decide to go look for help, you know, your, your ego is, is keeping you focused on, I can do this, I can solve it myself, right? If you're trying to get stuff done because you're getting paid to solve a problem, or you're trying to be the most effective and productive developer you can, don't let your ego get in the way. Now, if you're trying to learn something and you're trying to exercise some task without seeing the answer, it's an actual evaluation of your skill, then that's fine. That's a different thing. But when you're just trying to get something done, if searching is going to make it get done faster, then use search. We have Google. We have the internet as a resource. Take advantage of it. All right. Now, I could go on, but I need to wrap this up. So we'll end with one last thing, uh, and that is that you need to ship. All right. Shipping is a feature. And another quote, perfect is the enemy of good. It looks like I'm productive because I'm constantly producing things. They're not perfect. 
They usually need work, but they're good enough to get out into the world where others can benefit from them and or provide feedback that I can use to iterate on. Don't feel like you can't start something because you don't have all the details figured out yet. Just get started. And don't wait to publish your 10-page article on your blog because it's not perfect yet. Publish the first two pages and call it part one and see what people say. And that can totally influence where the rest of that article goes in the future. Hopefully at least some of this is useful to you. I'm not a fitness guru who gets up at five and works out and never eats anything unhealthy and only works two hours a day. All right, I have four kids, including four-year-old twins, and I choose to spend a lot of my time doing things with or for them, like driving all the kids places and things like that. That means I need to make my remaining time count, and these are just some of the ways that I do that today. I'm constantly learning and trying to find new ways to be more effective, uh, so if you have a tip and you'd like to share it, please leave a comment on the show at weeklydevtips.com. That's it for this week. If you want to hear more from me, please go to ourdallas.com tips and sign up for a free email tip in your inbox every Wednesday. As I mentioned earlier in this show, I'm also streaming programming topics on twitch.tv slash ourdallas now. Thanks for subscribing to Weekly Dev Tips, and we'll see you next week with another great developer tip.